This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, Bright Soul. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. I feel like my voice is a little froggy this morning. I don't know why. Maybe it's because we got snow yesterday and my body is rebelling. I don't know. But I'm over here sipping coffee. So if my voice sounds a little froggy, I apologize. It is pretty early in the morning, but that's okay. We're going to keep it moving. So what's been going on here? The gym is finally a little less crowded. And for those of you who have asked for a gym crush update, I talked about this a long time ago. I don't want to date someone from my gym because if it goes south, I'm still going to that gym. (laughs) I'm going to the gym no matter what. And so I don't want to make it weird. But what I didn't tell you all is that over the summer, I actually did date someone from my gym. What's interesting is that we, we matched on a dating site. And this is the way the universe works. I'm using this as an example for the way the universe works. For all of us who have talked about this, I'm using a very cute example of how the universe works. So I had this fear of someone from a dating site seeing me at my gym because as we talked about before, I go so early in the morning. So when I go to the gym, I wake up, I put my hair in a bun, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, I put on my clothes and I'm out the door. So I look different first thing in the morning than I would in regular waking life in my mind. And so my fear was that someone from my gym was going to see me on the dating app because I usually keep my head down at the gym. I'm like, come on, it's the first thing in the morning and I'm working hard in the gym. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm lifting heavy weights. I'm sweating. We talked about all this before. So over the summer, I saw someone sent me something on a dating app and I didn't respond to it because it just gets old. It gets old. And so I'm, I'm on bench press and I, I see someone in my peripheral vision. So I look over and it's that person. And I died 4,000 times over inside. I wanted to run out of the gym (laughs) and I was like, I could feel him looking at me and I go, Oh my God, this is my worst fear. And what I want to say to you as those of us who are powerful beings, well, it happens to everyone, but we tend to notice it. it. I had such a fear around it that I brought it forward. But I also think the universe brought it forward to show me I don't need to worry about that. Because as I said before, if you like me at the gym, it's only up from here. <laughs> so I'm going to look much better in real life. So here's the funny thing about it. So I got through my workout and he, and I'd never noticed him before. And he's not someone I would normally date, none of that. But anyway, so I got through my workout and then I left the gym and then I responded to his message and he was like, Oh, I'm at the gym right now. And I go, I know I saw you at the gym. And then he goes, yeah, you were on the bench next to me. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, even thinking about it, I get embarrassed again. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> and so I go, Oh my, this is my worst fear. I guess it's not that bad. I always thought this is going to be like my worst fear. And he goes, well, actually, actually I've noticed you for a few months, which made me embarrassed even more because I like, I have a gym crush. So my point is you're probably someone's gym crush. You don't even know anyway, but he goes, I did not recognize you at first until you said that. And then I had to think about it. And then I put two and two together. So my 
hypothesis about no one being able to recognize me in the gym is probably correct. But on the other side, I could still meet someone at the gym and then it only gets better from there. (laughs) So then, so then I did date him for a little while and friends, he was on the juice. He was juicing and I just can't, the mood swings were outrageous. You know, like the, I'm not, I don't want to get into that, but, um, you know, I like natural bodies. I, I like natural bodies and doing things healthy. And, you know, I, I wasn't really familiar with all of that, um, that world that much, but I have a really good friend of mine that took one look at him and says, he's juicing. And I'm like, are you sure? And then I'm like, oh yeah, he's juicing. Uh, his face would get really red. And, um, I thought it was from tanning cause he was using the tanning bed and that's not a good idea. But then he told me the amount of that he was on and I'm like, there it is. Those ups and downs and Uh, I can't, I'm out. But I believe that the universe did that on purpose because it was such a fear of mine. And so I'm not afraid now. And so I said all that to say, I don't have a problem making eye contact with my gym crush. I I think my gym crush is going through something. He's been so cranky for months. So cranky. Looking at his phone, his schedule's sporadic. So I'm just going to keep it at that. Just a crush. Because I don't think that we would... I don't think that we would be a match in real life. I've looked at his energy centers already. I can't help it. I can't help it, people. I'm going to look at your energy centers. (laughs) I'm going to look at your energy centers. I wasn't doing that, by the way, when I met my, the other person that I matched with over the summer that I dated for a little bit. I didn't look at his energy centers because I told myself I wasn't going to do it because then I would never date anyone because, you know, we're all flawed and I felt like it wasn't fair. And then a mentor, my mentor that I work with every month, really, he was like, okay, it's time to start looking at their energy centers again. I'm like, okay. I mean, cause I'm doing our hot yoga practice and everything's getting up leveled. The energy gets so sticky to work in. So anyway, now I'm looking. So I was asking him about my gym crush because there's been a couple times where I thought he's going to say something to me. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, I was on the leg press machine and I was sweating. Like I was really I know that's gross, but I'm working hard is my point. I'm working really hard on the leg press. And he goes to do curls right next to the leg press. And, I, and, and I'm like, not. I don't look. I just look down. You know, look at the floor. Look at the floor. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> he walks by the leg press and he looked down at me. And then I, I, I felt, I don't know, it was just such a vulnerable position because I've got all these weights on there and I catch eye contact with them and he started to smile and I'm like oh my gosh this is it <laughs> this is it and then I break eye contact and so anyway he might even be in a relationship some people do that uh, and it doesn't even matter anyway because like I said I don't think we'd be match outside the gym and if it goes south I'm not leaving the gym and on another note the guy that I dated over the summer from my gym when it went south he just didn't come back to my gym so I Either that's cowardly or it's kind. Either way, it doesn't matter. I still win. So anyway, let's move into the topic for today. <laughs> and that is limiting beliefs. And I said all of those things in the beginning as an example of a limiting belief that I had about if someone meets me at the gym in the morning, they're probably not going to be interested in me at that time of morning. That's not true. Because what's what's great about this is that this person I was talking to, I said, I didn't think anyone would like me at the gym because I'm not put together in the morning. And he said, no, you don't look put together. You look good. There's a difference. I'm like, wow. 
that was really sweet. Thank you. He's like, you look good. You're fit. You're pretty without makeup. Doesn't matter. I'm like, okay. But then when we did go to dinner, he was like, okay, now I'm intimidated. (laughs) So I was like, so my hypothesis about being better outside the gym is correct, but I don't look that much different. That was a limiting belief I had. And the universe found a way to show me that that is nothing more than a limiting belief. And what is a limiting belief? It's a state of mind or a belief that restricts you in some way. And we all have them. On one level or another, we all have them. And the key is to identify it. And so I'm going to share with you some ways that I address this and have moved through these over my, I'm going to tell you the tools and everything that I've used to break through these. And I mean, first you've got to identify it, right? So there's really three things that I use to address limiting beliefs and that have worked for me over the years. Before I learned any of these other tools, I started out with inner talk technology and I've talked about it before. It's always linked below in my show notes. And here's the way that I used the inner talk technology for me personally. So I'm not saying it's the way they're telling you to use it, but this is how I used it. So the purpose of the inner talk technology is it is essentially a subconscious programming system and it's just a CD or a download. And what I would do is pick a certain topic. So let's just say guilt, for example, say you're struggling with guilt. So I would go to the inner talk technology CD for guilt, and I would read the affirmations. And if any of those affirmations gave me resistance, I would get the CD and listen to that CD until I could read the affirmations and feel no resistance inside me. And it worked phenomenally. And a couple years ago, I got an affiliate link. And that's what's linked below. I think I get like a penny for every CD. And if you don't use the affiliate link, I just want you to get better. It's okay with me. So I did that. And I would listen to them while I'm cleaning, or I would listen to them as I'm going to sleep. And I would do that until I got no resistance on the affirmations. So that's one way. The second thing that I learned after the inner talk technology was the work of Byron Katie, and I've shared it before. But she has a system of noticing the thought, writing the thought down, questioning it, and then doing a turnaround. So that's her four-part system, and she has questions. So let's just say something happened, and you're saying you're stupid. I'm using just a random example. You would then question it. Is it true? And then you would ask yourself, can I absolutely know it's true? And then you would say, how do, how do I react when I believe that? And then the fourth part, the turnaround is, who would I be without that thought? So, and you can look her work up and, but that's essentially the work in a nutshell. So that's the second thing I learned. And then I learned energy healing. And the beautiful thing about pranic healing, I didn't learn this in Reiki. There are two different systems. They come from the same lineage. One is a little bit more advanced than the other, has more advanced techniques. And that's pranic healing. And that's why I switched over to pranic healing. I know it's, it's not a saturated market. It's not a mainstream. Everyone knows there's over a million pranic healers, which is kind of funny because sometimes people will say, well, why don't you put pranic healing in your title? Because I use a mix of modalities because I don't just do one modality and it doesn't matter. Energy healing is energy healing. We're moving it in a different way. And if you're tied to the exact modality, then you're in your head and this isn't a head type of medicine or modality or healing energy. It's a heart energy. And if you're overly focused in your head, you're already in the wrong space. So in pranic healing, because I've taken all the the, the classes for the healing techniques, 
we can systematically remove old thought patterns and energy healing has helped me significantly. And I do my best to post general healings, but there's no substitute for a private session when it's you and I, and we're focused on something, your energy specifically, all the energy is directed at you specifically. There's no substitute for that. So I do my best to post generalities, but when people ask for specific healings for their issue or something really specific, it would be irresponsible for me to post something like that. And I always feel into the energy. I feel into it and say, you need to book a private session. You know, the the universe is going to meet you too. When you're actually booking a session, you're investing in your well-being, you're investing in your health, you're investing in your healing, there's a return to that. And I know I've talked about that in previous podcasts. So through the work of energy healing, specifically pranic healing, it's helped me tremendously to get rid of old limiting thoughts. And I've also learned some more advanced shamanic techniques that I do incorporate in my private sessions. I don't use those in the generalities because it would be irresponsible for me to do that. So um, so that's the other thing that's really helped. And so hopefully one of those three things or all of those three things can help point you in a direction where you can start to identify and release these limiting beliefs because our minds are so powerful. They're so powerful. The gym example is one of many examples I can give you about how powerful our energy and our focused energy is and repetitive thoughts. It's amazing. You know, things like that absolutely amaze me. They just amaze me. I'm like, wow, this is really, really powerful stuff. So that is all I wanted to offer. And we can go into a healing. So you can uncross your arms and legs and start to focus on your breathing. I will turn the healing on. And I'm just grounding you. And I'm going to run shields.
Okay, and so it is. And I just want to thank you all for being here. I appreciate you so much. I really do. And I just want to wish you a beautiful week. Take care. Bye-bye.